0: The scripture this morning is from Luke, chapter 21. There will be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift your heads because your redemption is drawing near. He told them this parable Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Be careful, or your hearts will be weighted down with with carousing, drunkenness, and the anxieties of life, And that day will close on you suddenly like a trap, for it will come on all those who live on the face of the whole earth. Be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen and that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. First of all, I want to say thank you. I want to say I welcome you into my hearts and I welcome the opportunity to be here. I live and work in the community and I have long admired the incredible ministry of Talmud Talmudshill. When I knew that there might be an interim role while you conduct a search to call your next minister, I welcomed the opportunity to serve in that capacity and to be part of this very special place. It is both an honor and a blessing to be here with you. Second, I want to wish everyone a Happy New Year. That's right. I didn't get my dates wrong. It is November 28th, but it is the start of the church year. And we don't start off the church year with wellness tips, New Year's resolutions, and a flail-proof plan for a four-hour work week. No, we start out with visions of the apocalypse. Now truth be told, Luke was likely writing this shortly after the fall of the temple in 70 AD and roughly two generations since the life of Jesus. Jesus' second coming was thought to be imminent. The people and the times were looking for signs and Luke didn't hold back on scary signs. But fast forward 2,000 years. While today we don't necessarily have the roaring of the sea and the waves and some of the other signs that Luke detailed, Our very foundations have been upended in so many ways in just the past 20 years. From the terrorist attacks in 2001 to the COVID pandemic today, we have had no shortage of signs and no shortage of fears. No matter the age, humans always seem to be living in advent times. We constantly feel that we're on the edge of the abyss, be it from disease, threat of war and terror, economic uncertainty, from political turmoil, or from the threat of turmoil. But like Luke and all those generations before us, we cling to the eternal hope that Jesus' love will prevail and that he will usher in a return to an eternal age. No matter how close we feel to the edge, we are never too far from a light of hope. And here's where Advent comes in. Each year, it actually asks us to enter the shadow of our own fears and those of the season. It wakes us up in the darkness and asks us to hope for a light. It asks us to see a Jesus that is present in history and mystery, and it asks us to contemplate that that Jesus is still to come. In the midst of a season of darkness in the Northern Hemisphere and a world still on edge as we prevail against a global pandemic, we have darkness at our fingertips. Advent recognizes what it means to have our worldviews challenged. It invites darkness and it demands that we wait in the darkness. And spoiler alert, it shows that no matter how unsettling, no matter how precarious these signs are, God can enter the darkness of our world. This morning we sang the beautifully haunting Advent Hymn, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Sources attribute its first use to the ninth century monastics, and its first use in English translation occurred about the 18th century. This mournful, memorable melody aside, there is something timelessly beautiful about humans searching and hoping for God to be with us. It has prevailed through all these centuries. We're not the first of God's people to live for longing for a better day. The technology, the terror, and the times have changed since the ninth century, but we still mourn in lonely exile here until the Son of God appears. Amidst those Lucan signs of cosmic foreboding, Luke gives his listeners a clue that makes it easier to find the signs of God with us, even during unsettling times. This is why he shares Jesus' parable about the fig tree. Jesus wants the people to be able to see the signs of God's constant creation and restoration, even amid chaos. We must be willing to look back and see where God is. We must be able to look forward and see where God will be. We have to look for the present and the future of Emmanuel, God with us. To see where God is shining his light in our present darkness. After all, it was out of cosmic chaos and darkness that creation came in the first place. The first words of the Genesis creation story start with the chaos and darkness of a formless void. This is where creation, where the world began. With each new day of creation, they came out of dark chaos. The darkness gave way to light and to another new creation. And each new creation was declared good. Jesus wants us to look for these signs of new creation in the light and the darkness and in the fig trees and take comfort. Luke steps aside from his apocalypse to show us this hope too. When we see that the the trees are in leaf and producing fruit, we know that summer is here. New life, whether it is us or the fig tree, is ongoing we too are in constant creation it's the most tangible sign of god's presence and love and these signs of god's presence are both imminent meaning palpable in the here and now and transcendent meaning existing beyond space and time in this search for god that we have in both the imminent and the transcendent we have hope for our spiritual life we live in a new creation and we take hope In the words and the promise that will not pass away. It is the very expectation of Advent. In a world and a kingdom where God is both present and a world where God is to come, it is a world where we can watch for the signs of God breaking through and these signs unfolding before our very eyes. We also find Advent hope right here in this church. Our faith isn't an escape from the ominous signs and the world swirling around us. Rather, it's a way through it. When we come here, we are reminded that others have this hope too. We are searching and hoping together. We come back to each other to help sort the signs out, to help find the light in the darkness. Together in this room, together when we serve our neighbors, together when we support each other in ways seen and unseen, we are a glimpse of that light in the kingdom that is now and in the kingdom that Jesus' arrival will usher in. It takes a community to move through the darkness and remind each other through song and prayer and action that we're not alone. We are not the only ones holding on to hope. We can see the signs of God's coming and experience Emmanuel, God with us, right here and right now. There is an eternal, and there is an eternal in the age to come, but the eternal is right here and right now too. It is in the lonely exile and darkness of Advent that we make room for the eternal light, and we seek its presence. We light one candle a week to help us arrive at the ultimate light, the lamp in the stable and the star of the Magi. God comes to our world with a star in the sky, a light in the stable, and a baby entering our hearts. God comes to endure our world one day at a time. This is our hope as we move forward. It is also the hope we experience anew every Advent. It is the hope of our journey to see what this candle in the stable reveals. As Saint Francis said, all the darkness of the world cannot extinguish the light of a single candle. We are walking towards the candle in the stable and drawing us into the mystery and the eternal hope that lies there. The hope and the promise of Emmanuel is something that's worth walking towards. And in this walk towards Christmas, may you find the glimmers of light even as you wait. May the light you seek guide you in strange and remarkable ways as you draw closer to God being born into this world and into your life. The waiting is holy, the seeing is holy, and it is the hope that allows us to endure, to look for the light in the stable, where all will be revealed and made new again. The candle in the stable and the promise of Emmanuel are hopes that we can cling to every day. O come, O come, Emmanuel, come to us, so we may welcome you in hope again. Amen. Amen.